I hear the voice of my grandmother calling me. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. Wake up, wake up, she says, wake up, wake up. Listen, 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 listen. May the rivers all run free. May the mountains be unspoiled. May the air be pure. May the trees grow up tall. May the earth be shared by all. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling me. I hear the voice of my grandmother calling. Wake up, wake up. She says, wake up, wake up. Listen, 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 listen. May the rivers all run free. May the mountains be unspoiled. May the air be pure. May the trees grow up tall. May the earth be shared by all. May the air be pure. May the trees grow up tall. May the earth be shared by all. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. I'm Sama Morningstar and I have Adrian here with me. Uh, thank you so much, Adrian. I met Adrian, gosh, a couple years back, I believe, um, when I participated as a guest speaker in the Birthing the New Paradigm Summit that Adrian hosted back then. And, um, and recently she has invited me to be a guest again, a guest speaker in the Nurturing the New Paradigm Summit. So um, I happily said yes. And here we are on the podcast to share about this summit and hear about the, the, the intentions, the process of putting on a summit like this and what it's all about. So Adrian, please introduce yourself a bit more and share with us about the summit. Yes, thank you so much for having me again, Sama. It's a pleasure to be here and to connect again through, yeah, through the timelines. And yeah, so back in 2018, when we first met, I created a a summit called Birthing the New Paradigm. And that was all about how to heal womb space trauma and empower ourselves for the process of pregnancy, birth, and parenting, as well as feeling the deep vibrations of the fact that the new paradigm and the new way of existence on planet Earth was deeply on its way and it was birthing at that time. And, and obviously now with being on the other side of 2020 and our experience with COVID and this little organism that changed humanity, right? This little like virus, it's not, you know, non-living living organism that changed humanity. We've all really understood that this is now here. The new paradigm is definitely here. And now it's about nurturing the new paradigm. And I've definitely always understood these, these um, things to be connected to deeply dismantling old paradigm structures and deeply finding new language to, to create the solutions to, to 
to be to to create the way that we can live into the new paradigm and so the in a meditation or just a, a series of, of reflections the framework came to me of what what can we do to really step down from the patriarchy and the cis normativity and the heteronormativity and particularly the white supremacy and how those how those um, systems are all interrelated and create trauma and traumatic ways of existing on the earth and for humanity on all sides you know of the of the of the you know whether you have resources or not whether you you know what what body you live in and so what came to me is that we are living into the creatriarchy which is a new system a new ancient system where we're not go the patriarchy transforms into the creatriarchy which is not a, a swinging of the pendulum to the opposite side but more of a balance between the masculine and feminine which really stems from being living from the womb space and living from the heart space and so that's the creatriarchy and then the equitable sovereignty is what i have thought about to replace white supremacy because that that feels like stepping down from the pieces and parts of ourselves that feel like we need to step down from and stepping up into the other parts of ourselves that need to be elevated so for me that looks like stepping down from from whiteness and stepping up into you know witchiness and reclaiming my european indigeneity however long back as well as re, as, as claiming my queerness and my my myself as a woman and then just the the radical respect we need and the love elementality i call it so just being deeply centered in love in this vibration that stems from the heart space and stems from the womb space and really deeply connects us to to this new paradigm way of living where all of creation and mama guy herself and black lives and trans lives and queer lives and neurodiverse lives and everyone on this planet is truly cared for and sustained and honored for our multi multiple gifts that we have and our multifaceted gifts and our multidimensional gifts and it this this creatriarchy it takes into account that we are spiritual beings as well and that we live in a physical body but we are definitely connected to multiple layers and realms and that we get to be magical because i think that that's our birthright and i think that we're stepping back into that and you know being safe enough to 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 use our voice and and deepen into this self-compassion and self-forgiveness it takes to to continuously transform these systems that have not been life affirming into ones that are deeply life affirming and that comes from the womb and it comes from the heart space so 
that's really the what came through me through source as a vessel to 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 nurture. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've invited a variety of speakers with various areas of expertise um, to come and talk about this and share about this with you know the people that sign up to join us on the on the um, on the in the summit and um, I'm curious and, and I have some reflections I, I could share about this um, and I'll, and I'm I've shared more on my um, interview so we don't want to go I don't want to go too far into it here but I'm curious what some of the areas of expertise. I mean, you've said numerous times about the womb space. You've talked about that already today. And, and listeners know that that's one of my areas of, or my main area of, of um, focus and passionate expertise. Um, what I love to talk about and educate about and support people with. And so, um, and, and for me, a big part of that is tending to different approaches to our relationships mm-hmm. and that the all of the different models and the isms and the um, normatives that you were discussing and talking about stepping away from mm-hmm. those are all based on domination models of relationship where one type of person is given the right to dominate and have control over other types of people who that right to to have to be able to make decisions about their own life and their own well-being is taken away mm-hmm. and and that style of relating i feel is at the root of our human suffering and it's at the root of patriarchy. And so what I hear you saying when you talk about evolving into creatriarchy, in order to create together collectively, we need to come into partnership style of relating. Yes. Where each person's unique identity contribution um, is recognized, valued, cared for and included in what we're creating together and so there's this fundamental shift that you're talking about it seems to me of moving in that direction towards um towards partnership healthy partnership relationships and so regardless of where we are in any of those uh, normatives or, you know, any of those identity uh, things that you talked about, we can all unlearn and divest ourselves from the domination model of relationship. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I've seen plenty of people try to use the domination model of relationship to heal the domination model of relationship and to heal the damages of the domination model and to recover, you know, to get out of the, but you're never going to get out of the domination model of the relationship if you're just trying to dominate your way out of it, right? <laughs> yes. And we can see that playing out again and again in, in historical, you know, 
one revolution leading to the next, um, dom you know, abusive, overpowering government, and then requiring another revolution that, le that leads to the next one. And, and so, um, yeah, this swing from one side of the pendulum to the other, if it's based on domination, it doesn't matter where you are. Mm -hmm. And that's why the womb, I feel, is our guide, because the womb is all about partnership. Mm -hmm. And I think the womb is also about power within. Exactly. It's, it's power. It has nothing to do with power over, but deeply is about the power within first and foremost, and, and infinitely sharing that power. Like if we look at the power of the womb to create new life, mm -hmm. there's nothing dominating about the relationship of the womb and the mother and the baby and the child inside developing, you know, it's, it's this intimate partnership when it's healthy. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think that, you know, the sovereignty to, yeah. so like co-creating is really important to me. And so that's why nurturing the new paradigm to me is about what you're talking about is relating with one another, not from a place of like, I'm the teacher and you're the student, even though we might have those, you know, roles, mm -hmm. but at the same time, we come into a circle space, you know, a temple space, a, a womb, a womb centered space in a way that honors the fact that everyone is coming in with their own gifts and their own um, ancestor wounds to be healed. And so we need to do that from the inside. We need to do that from the womb. And I think that has to, a lot to do with feeling safe enough in our own bodies to feel sovereign enough to use our voices and also to step into this piece of worth because you know the old paradigm ways are really good at you know making sure that we don't feel worthy and that we use the money system from that lens but I think that there's a new way of relating to this money system that we probably will have for our whole entire lifetimes my lifetime anyways and so we have to learn how to utilize um this this system that's that we've been given like that we've been given and use and still step up into a place of worth that has nothing really to do with money, but that you can utilize these systems in order to kind of recreate things from the, from the inside. Mm -hmm. um, I, do you know what I mean? Am I getting? <laughs> well, you're kind of, you're, you're talking about how this partnership model might apply to economics um, and, and how we um, share and utilize our resources in a way it's tricky in a way that everyone feels valid and everyone's contribution is validated regardless of how that looks mm -hmm. and and you know one of the things that um one of the models that that is helpful to me in in looking in nurturing this these new ideas this new paradigm which 
is really a revival of, of a lot of ancient wisdom too that's been suppressed. Um, one of the things is valuing caring for each other. Yes. Mm -hmm. And somehow finding ways to value that and that we, we can do that within this monetary system you're referring to it, by as individuals valuing the time we take to care for ourselves, mm -hmm. prioritizing that, mm -hmm. valuing caring for each other in, in all aspects of what we're doing. And, and that's a difficult thing to, to reclaim when we've all, at least here in this country, but most people around the world have been have had this model of self-serving individualism dangled in front of us like a carrot saying this is the only way to get your needs met so you better do this right and and so stepping back from that and saying wait a second what if caring for each other is the only way for all for us for me to get my needs met for sure and what if that's the pathway to the kind of security that that we're longing for in our communities and in, you know in our collective and and in our individuality and in our families and you know um that and i mean i have a perfect example a friend of mine who is she's a miracle worker and she I, I have been concerned about her. She's in her 70s. Uh, and I know she doesn't have any children taking care of her. But she has tons of people in the community that she has this mutually caring relationship with. I thought it was just me that she had this relationship with. But when there's been times when I'm like, are you sure you're okay? You know, is there something you need from me? She goes, oh no, well, I'm gonna get this and that from so-and-so and so-and-so is gonna give me this and that. And we've been navigating the wildfires and making sure everybody has a safe place when they come through every year. And she always, has, and I've, I've taken her with me when we've evacuated, we've taken her with us from time to time, but times when we haven't been able to, she's like, oh, that's okay. I'm going with so-and-so and, you know, and she's cared for, but not because she has a bunch of money. Yeah. I think we're talking about two kind of systems that are sort of overlap, sort of, sort of overlap, but are also sort of separate. I think this the system of having abundance and then the system of having money. And I think that the abundance comes from these relationships. Mm -hmm. And I can share a story of just after being three and a half blocks away from where George Floyd was murdered, which is a very huge catalyst in what you know spurred me to create this event is really feeling the energy of this is what I need to be safe right now. I need to rely on my neighbors right in my area to make sure that the people that are in town with <laughs> AKs that have, you know, white supremacist logos on their shirts, like it was a very scary, scary time, you know, into from, from May 
into June and to, to really understand the abundance of the relationships mm -hmm. that you, that I had with my immediate neighbors, you know, and how that at the end of the day is the basis, you know, like you're saying, the basis is relationships with others. And so that's like one piece of it that I see is like, yes, we are, we are, in, we are learning how to cultivate relationships in a different way that, you know, and with this whole, so that's like on ground relationships. And then there's this other piece of like, kind of etheric relationships that we have with people people online since we're moving into the age of Aquarius and we're really connecting with people in thought realms mm -hmm. and so that's a whole nother sense of like where where the abundance is mm -hmm. and then connecting that to the piece of money is our system there are money is a part of our system right now mm -hmm. and so I see it very important for people that have traditionally been in caregiver roles, feminine beings, women, to find ways to be worthy of their own value enough to say like, no, I'm value, I, I will, I get to be, um, I get to be valued in this money system as well. Mm -hmm. I get to charge what I'm worth. I get to you know, claim my full value and be able to influence the structures from that place. And so I see it as interrelated, like different spheres that are all connecting to one another as we are thinking about the abundance of, you know, our on ground relationships with others mm -hmm. and the, the gifting and the giving and the giving and the receiving of actual gifts. And then at the same time, valuing our own services enough to know that like, no, we have to step into this, this system that we have and probably will have that values money. And so it's kind of this, this interesting dance of like the both and of the abundance and the money piece and, and how we can create both really. Yeah. And I see that the, that it goes hand in hand, you know, it, it feels to me like as we reclaim that sense of community and caring for each other, we're returning to the origins of the money system, which was originally created to make sure that everyone got their needs met. So that so-and-so over here who had an abundance of chicken eggs and so-and-so over here who had an abundance of wool uh, could have, the, you know, the chicken egg person could have some wool or, and then there's a third person with an abundance of, of vegetables from the garden. Um, well, I, I'm not making a very good metaphor, but, uh, you know, the person with the eggs might not need wool, but the wool person needs eggs. And so creating like a, a, a common um, thing so that you're not having to do direct trade of goods mm -hmm. and services between one to the other so that people could say, well, actually I don't need what you have, but I do need what so-and-so has. And you probably also need what so-and-so has. So if you do a trade with so-and-so, then you can give me some of that trade, but not that actual good or service. So there needed to be like a neutral representation of 
of what we're trading, energetic trade, to make sure that everybody could have what they needed. Um, and then it has grown into this um, system uh, where, you know, from our trauma and from our um, wounding, our collective wounding, where some people are started hoarding, started hoarding that symbolic energy and aren't sharing it and, and have gone away, you know, moved away from um, using yeah. to make sure that everyone's needs are met and instead are hoarding it just for their own uh, extreme wealth and luxury at the expense of everyone else. And so I feel that there's a, there's a deep healing that needs to happen in order for us to all return collectively, both as individuals and collectively to return to um, having money be a way of caring for each ourselves and each other instead of something that we have to hoard and 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 you know be greedy about and step on everyone else in order to get more for ourselves yeah charlotte Nguyen, who's also speaking on this series she says that the the root of all of this is hatred delusion and greed mm -hmm. and so you know yeah exactly those that system that cr was created to to just be a, have a mutual, you know, thing that you could trade. It's, it's been corrupted by the hatred and the delusion and the greed. Mm -hmm. And so the, the, the way that we can remedy this, in my opinion, is to have more of this money in the hands of people that have been doing healing work <laughs> that, are going to be deeply understanding that we can be equitable with our resources, that we can, you know, reallocate things that, you know, I, I, I want, I am stepping into a journey of wealth intentionally at this time, mm -hmm. because I know that I will then have more influence to create these reallocation, this reallocation that is necessary in order to create the equitable sovereignty and to be able to, you know, give hundreds and thousands of dollars to organizations that I desire, you know, and that influence is still, that influence is definitely a piece of, of the way our world works right now. And I think that we need to really acknowledge that and work with it. Mm -hmm. And I think that starts from feminine people, people with womb he healing, people with womb understanding, people with heart resonance, receiving, allowing themselves to receive, opening themselves up, opening ourselves up to receive our worth, mm -hmm. you know, and. And it also requires people who haven't necessarily recognized the value of those things that you just described of those people that you just described mm -hmm. awakening to that value not only not only those of us who who have recognized that value and have devoted our lives to those things to claim it more and more but also it requires more people to wake up to that value and so things like this summit where we get to talk about that and share that with a growing population 
seems like a really seems like really in in this podcast and all the educational things that I do to just because there's so many people out there that that even if there's an, a conscious awareness that of course you know the feminine is valuable yes the womb is valuable I can't tell you how many times I've had people you know agree with me about that but then when it comes to their priorities in their life they're not prioritizing their menstrual cycle they're not prioritizing uh their womb and their womb wisdom because they've been so we've been so deeply and even myself personally sometimes I realize oh wow and I think we can have deep compassion for ourselves yes through this because we are literally the change makers we are literally the ones that are taking the new old paradigm and like shifting it into this whole new paradigm and so it's so important to me that we come from a place of self-acceptance self-forgiveness and self-compassion and the fact that everyone is on their own space in that journey and I think my my personal journey has been one of like really noticing when I have judgment and that I, when I project judgment onto other people Mm -hmm. and know that that's really deeply my own Mm -hmm. self-judgment. Exactly. And so I've been doing a lot of work on that recently is like breathing in self-judgment and allowing, allowing the self-judgment to dissipate in the heart space, the oceanic heart space and to breathe out self-acceptance that comes back around to me and to all others because we can't know you know where other people are on their journey and what you know karma and ancestor wounds other people are coming into really the only thing that we can control is what we have from within Mm -hmm. and so and what we do from within and then how we project it out through the voice Mm -hmm. to others and June Casewith, who's also on this series, she says, the only thing more powerful than destruction is creation. Mm. You know? And so what are you creating? What are we creating? Womb space is literally the chakra, this orange chakra of creation. We create humans there. We create, you know, arts, art space, art, artistic expression. It, it all comes from this womb space. And so I think my journey has really been around not judging my own journey, my own self, because I'm really, I easily do that. I easily fall into self-judgment and to recognize when I fall into self-judgment and to breathe in, oh, Adrienne's judging herself right now. Oh, I'm definitely projecting my judgment on my partner right now. Okay, step back. Okay, I accept myself. I have compassion for the fact that I just noticed that I was judging myself and my partner and whoever else, you know, and to recommit to the acceptance that it takes to, to know that we're all doing our best mm-hmm. and we're all doing some really powerful work on this planet right now to shift a colossal interconnected, interwoven system of all of these things that we've named into a new exciting abundant life affirming life creating 
you know, system of abundance and love and self-compassion and deep honoring for these care for caring. Yeah. Deep honoring of, of womb space and heart space. And, and, you know, I have visions of being a 70 year old in, you know, writing a bunch of books and being in, in political spaces that perhaps right now are like, I don't, what are you talking about? Why are you send? why are you writing, reading a poem right now in this political space? But it's like, how can we, how can we bridge these two, you know, this, this, this centering of, of, of leadership from the womb space. And I do feel like it's going to take, you know, years. And at the same time, consciousness shifts in, 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 you know, generations in 10 years and 15 years. And that's one thing also that Justin Michael Ta Williams talks about is like, you know, a, t a collective tipping point can come in, in a matter of 20 years. It just takes a, 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 a group of, of very dedicated thought leaders really connected to to birthing it and then and then the collective shipping tipping point happens once there's like a 25 percent there's like a actual like study on it um 25 of of people are thinking this can actually happen for instance we're talking about ending racism mm -hmm. and understanding that race is a construct the trauma that's that that was that is that was and currently is um, the results of this you know, false construct of race is, is real. Like, you know, the people of color, you know, having more traumatic experiences, you know, by the police and all these kinds of things. These are, these are real um, results from the false construct of race and so can we create systems that are based on these life-affirming traditions around cultivating food and you know all of these I don't know it's all interconnected and it always is for me and it's I'm so big picture and I always see all the interconnected spaces so I think that people are finally though ready to see that nurturing the new paradigm is interconnected to our own inner liberation mm -hmm. as well as our actions that we take from these from our inner healing and our inner liberation and our inner mm -hmm. peace that comes from really stepping up into what I call what's your slice of the paradigm shift like mm -hmm. everyone has a different beautiful diverse uh, you know way that they see the world and can we can we step up with acceptance into our own gifts mm -hmm. you know yes thank you i i love how you've um sort of demonstrated in this brief conversation how you're bringing each person who's part of the summit a thread in you know quoting the different speakers here in this brief conversation and i think there's quite a few more than what you quoted right oh yeah there's so, speakers are there there's 27 yeah okay. and mm -hmm. so so just weaving all of these perspectives together towards a common um evolutionary um 
liberationary or liberatory mm -hmm. approach um, to stepping forward into our lives together. Thank you so much for putting the summit together. I feel honored and blessed to be mm -hmm. part of it. I want to encourage listeners to look for the link to sign up in the show notes, wherever you're watching this, whether it's on YouTube or an audio podcast platform, look for that link in the show notes and sign up for the free summit um, and join us. I'm sure it's going to be. Um, yeah, it starts uh, March 2nd and you can sign up at nurturingthenewparadigm.com. I would be so honored to have you there. And yeah, there's so many other threads that are just so juicy. We didn't even go into some of the, the other womb <laughs> the really deep womb, juicy, right, you know, menstruation rituals and things yeah. like that. So, well, yes, join me and Tama. Thank you so much. Yeah, this is just an intro teaser. So if you want to get into those deeper conversations with us, please join us for the summit. Um, so look for that link and we'll see you there soon. Thank you.